Has it been only yeah. two months? Exactly yep. two months. Two months. Oh. It was September seventh. Yep. Oh, the the last episode was recorded. Uh, yeah, no, the, normally well, maybe. We were yeah. trying to keep a what weekly basis, well, but yeah, the problem mm -hmm. is Keith got married twice, then Bird got married, <laughs> and then Extra Life, and then everything else. It's just it's a mess. It was really quite a mess. Plus, um. Uh, I was having some major computer issues. Wander started having computer issues. Yeah, you know. my my computer nuked itself and like unrecoverably last week. Right. Well, recoverably, I had to wipe everything. <laughs> so unrecoverably that you're here right now doing this. Well, I, mean, I mean, it's one of those where it 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 doesn't go down. Nuking and I everything just doesn't count as recovery. Yeah. What he really means yeah, is he... that the entire hard drive filled with copies of Nuki. Oh. Uh... Aww. Is that Nuka Cola combined with Snooky or No, it's a terrible movie. Uh, oh <laughs> yes know, it is. <laughs> you just look it up. What's, no, what's I just remembered that that was a movie. <laughs> I wanted to forget. Snooky? Uh Snooky went to prison. No, it's Nuki. And that was the end of it. it it's a... Wasn't it? No, it was the other one. There... Some other one. The other one? Prison. We're talking Sorry, about people I... here. <laughs> Sorry. There were there were, were they, two young women. Was this Jersey young, Shore like, stuff? Is that what they yes. were made famous yeah. by? Uh, okay. I, I was thinking of was it Little Nicky or something? I was just thinking the KI ending. I was getting them confused. How did we I get to Snooky? Oh wow! I don't know. Well, I never thought podcast. Jersey. I never thought Jersey Shore would show up on here. I hope. Yeah, really. It doesn't. <laughs> I've wow. never seen we should it. all watch Jersey Shore for uh, for one that, podcast. What is it? Is it supposed to highlight stereotypical rich? Uh, inhabitants yeah. of the yeah. Jersey Shore. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm looking at Duke. Not really stereotypical. It like made a stereotype up and then found I mean, it. It was really yeah. weird. I'm pretty sure Nuki was really? just a was just a uh, ET clone. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Let's never Not talk about Jersey Shore wait. ever again. <laughs> yep. I'm no. okay with that. How did that just happen? Never seen oh, it. I mean, oh. All right. Okay, so you don't want do you want to do a two-hour anal analysis of the the uh, philosophy even, of Jersey Shore? I don't want to think about Jersey Shore, much less speak or Jersey. Words. I've never, I've never <laughs> yeah. seen it. So, well, New Jersey. I've managed is very to distance myself to... halfway across the country from it. <laughs> I watched I was five minutes there. of Jersey Shore, and I felt like my brain was melting out of my ear. <laughs> I don't my I only exposure to Jersey Shore ever was that Ed Hardy T-shirt. All I've ever seen of Jersey Shore was that at one point uh, the situation was on a Comedy Central roast, and, and he he did, he did the world record of never being funny ever, mm -hmm. even though he probably didn't even write his own jokes. Like, I think I, the only thing I, I assume oh, somebody sorry. else wrote the jokes and he was just saying them, but he yeah, didn't know how to deliver jokes either. Like it's they embarrassing for those because uh, the the person who's getting roasted will submit a list of topics that they say like these are the things you can joke about these are the things you can't joke about no. and then they have to get writers who will comply with those and it's a big actually it's extremely like ridiculous but they're yeah. sometimes funny that, whoa think, that was the roast of Donald Trump. Trump it was, I, I was yeah just, oh my I was god just saying that the only time i've ever been exposed to anything like jersey shore related was when I forget which crime scene investigation show did this, but it was one in which there was it a was murder. Castle. It was Castle. Yep. Okay, there there was a murder that occurred I've, I've at a house party by you know a very a bunch of very rich uh, teenage kids who lived in Jersey, and essentially they had to navigate 
uh, all the neighbors and their like side businesses and their monetary affairs and the illicit relationships. And yeah, it was just all over the place. All right. So with that wonderful cold opening brought to you by all of us. And Jersey Shore. So we talk about the games that we've been playing for the past two months. So we do round robin. Everyone takes a turn. So I am Keith Ballard. And I have a confession to make, which is that I am yes, terrible at Mario, and have okay. no idea so how Mario to play. Yeah. Playing. People, Super Mario World. So my the, my Patreon poll and it resulted in me playing Super Mario World. Really, and the most LP'd game ever. Here's the thing about Super Mario World that I wasn't ready for. Uh, so I I played the first Mario, the one that was basically just brown and blue, and then I skipped directly <laughs> uh-huh. to sixty four. With none of the stuff in between. Uh-huh. So, oh, so you never played Super Mario World? No. And what I yeah, didn't know is I... that as they were iterating on all these 2D Marios back then, they kept layering on weirder and weirder stuff to the point where when you get to Super mm-hmm. Mario World, I genuinely am like, I don't know what stuff does and what things are. Yeah. And I'm Wait, so lost. That can actually be pretty jarring, huh? Now that uh, I think about it. I did... <laughs> and or Keith, did either of you guys ever participate in the Super Mario World uh, no. round robin let's play? Did you uh, even hear about it? I participated twice. Okay. Oh yeah, you guys are both in so, that thing. Yeah, so yep. you would you would know kind of what that was. I was in like one of the like later tier rounds yeah, too. Yeah, you were in the Lost Woods, and you did a very interesting job. <laughs> so to introduce <laughs> based this, on what I saw <laughs> to introduce this, the the Let's Play subreddit had a little event somebody was running where they wanted a different member of the subreddit to play a different level of Super Mario World back to back, and they were trading the. Uh, like the save file or whatever around and Mm -hmm. people were picking up where the last player left off. So it's one playthrough that has probably like 70 different people in it or something. Did they ever finish it? Mm -hmm. Yep. I was going to say 94 people or whatever, but I guess they repeated you. So that means they probably repeated Uh, other people. They they beat it. Um, By the time I think Wander played it, they were maybe like 75% of the way through the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, the music's a bit loud, even for me too. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, that was see. that was an interesting I, little event was... that happened there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, I have OC Remix running, it. and it's a little loud. OC Remix um, is always too loud, and yeah. I think it's obtrusive. And well, anyway, hampers my ability to uh, listen. So, so Bird, you've played Super Mario, right? Yeah. All of them? How many of them? Like. Give me a... a quick mental inventory. I guess I played original Super Mario, which I'm terrible at. Super Mario Lost Levels, Super Mario Bros. Three, the one, the good one, the really good one on the NES. Um, Super Mario World, Yoshi's Island, Super Mario sixty four, um, Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy two. Wow. So those eight. Yep. I I, will I admit, have tragic I news, guys. Yeah. <laughs> So this collaborative Super Mario World series, I look it up now, and because it's a bunch of freaking young, uh, like inconsistent channels, and you don't know whether you can trust uh-huh. them. Everything. Are they like, all deleted? Th- there's like five all deleted videos gone? in the series. There's like what? Oh, there's like five deleted sucks. videos throughout the series. Oh, because <laughs> people take down their Let's Play channels because it's it's mm-hmm. it's the Let's Play subreddit where everyone ha- only yep. does their Let's Plays for like three months and then gives up. So. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. it's a forever scarred yeah. series, and birds number Admittedly, five and forty-two. 
Yep. <laughs> I, I was like mid thirties, I think. Yeah, Wanda was like uh, actually very close to the second time. You were part nineteen, like, so, like maybe like thirty-nine or something. I was nineteen. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, you're part nineteen you out of sixty-seven. Wow. Sixty-seven. Did they actually beat the game at the end? The last one says finale, so I'll trust that. Hey, they did it. I the bet we didn't one hundred the game, but I guess we probably beat it. The guy yeah. was very committed to getting it finished. It was uh shout out to whomever uh Keith who organized it. <laughs> shout out to whomever. Shout out to whoever uh, Josh Call plays. Yes, okay. that's who it was. Josh Call. Yeah, shout out to him for putting that together. That was really fun. He's yeah, he's, he's, he's fun. currently been playing Rayman for the last two months. Okay. So well, it, and he did panel. he did and he did Sonic 06 four months ago. Oh. Oh. So it's one of, it's well, one of those channels that? that's like still kicking, but not super consistent output, uh, which well, you see I mean, a lot. A hobbyist, yeah, they they exist. That's most of Wander's collaborators, <laughs> is people who have had channels for years, but they videos kind of come up whenever. No comment. <laughs> I was looking at, Bert, I was looking at your, your channel today, yeah, Bert, to see what you were uploading, and yeah. it's like last episode was a week ago, and it's like. Bird's channel's I'm weird. I'm sorry, dude. I've been crushed by real life. Well, you're you're also going lot. off to work at an Amazon, so it's like, yeah. I can't, I can't really. Canonically, like... on Bird's well, channel, this I mean, podcast ends in episode two. <laughs> like I said, like like uh, I, I said to you in private, and then also mentioned during a stream, like, <laughs> and then Keith also kind of pointed. I was there when I was talking about like cutting back on multiplayer stuff. So yeah. part of that effort Why is going to be that? me re, re revitalizing um, uploading and stuff because a lot of my energy where I would have been spent even just uploading things eventually just became dominated by playing scrap because it was like I'm going to do homework all day and finish just in time to stream and like have not edited anything in that period of time at all. Yeah, you and, you and Andrew always surprised me with the ability to finish a Let's Play but then just never edit and upload any of it like it just kind yeah. of weirdly cuts off and it, as if you stopped doing it but you didn't actually stop doing it you'd finish the whole thing yeah well life sucks it's been four months since Dark Souls bud four months <laughs> oh, I have it on my to-do <laughs> list it's actually Factorio and Dark Souls are number one on my to-do list Cause they're, cause I'm they're talking done. like <laughs> I'm not talking like um my channel to-do list i'm talking like my life to-do list <laughs> like it's like number four is like mail bills okay number one is upload dark souls so andrew had a similar thing you. that surprised me where i finished four games with him by visiting his house every week and he hadn't and he has his when i went to his channel it was, the last video was two weeks ago at one point i'm like what are you what's happening <laughs> Like, <laughs> the files are being transferred, they're not being lost or anything, but he's just, yeah, he, it would just kind of dissipate, strangely. To be, yeah. to be fair, I never put up my Dragon's Crown, or Dragon's Crown, uh, thing. Those are, those are bad videos, that. those videos. Yeah, they were. I would actually <laughs> like to go back and finish that if we ever end up geographically nearby. That's because the problem. That That's yeah. actually related to a viewer question yeah, I got, really. which is, will all of you ever live near each other? Oh, from Black Viper that's an adorable question if you think about it. Because <laughs> it's it it comes from people uh, expecting uh, people they see on YouTube to act like other people they see on YouTube. Because a lot of people mm -hmm. are in offices together and stuff like that. Or Worcester City yeah. has like a seventeen I mean, warehouses and half of the state of uh, the city of Austin or something dedicated right. to their company. <laughs> so let's just say, uh, from my perspective, the chances of us living, uh, even two of us. 
out of everybody living in the same geographic location is near zero. Except the two Let that already I mean, knew. It, it depends yeah. on if everyone just around. up and moves we were close. to Seattle. Yeah, if you stick around in Seattle, uh, that chance might go up. There was yeah, an actual I, thing that happened where Wander and I put down money on an apartment and then canceled. <laughs> like, that's yeah. how that weirdly yeah. close things Wander, have gotten. <laughs> Wander did not look at the other reviews, and I was I, like, this place seems those fishy. Those were hard to because find. They, they yeah, we were looking into an apartment that changes its names events. to pretend that they were actually getting better reviews than they were. Right, right. So yeah. I, I knew that you were being way too hasty with that. I knew yeah, you wanted well, to get out. Luckily, but... we got out of it, and then uh, <laughs> after a certain point, I hit the time limit, and it's just like, I we mm. can't. It's going to work. Sorry. And then I could also afford things, so chances of us living together ever have dropped to nil, but geographically nearby, I, I wouldn't, like, give up well, on it. That's if sound. I start my own video game company, and I need full-time artists, then I'll hire you and Shell. And then you move to Seattle, and, and then I can be your we tester because I games. break everything. Uh, uh. You, you really want to make a career as a video game tester? No, but it's then an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a video and game tester without any of the thoroughness. You're a video yeah. game player. That's not I mean, a tester. But it's documented. At this, at this point, okay. Keith probably makes more money than a QA tester ever would. So I mean, I, oh, I, know. Point. I have been I involved when... in the QA accidentally of a surprising number of indie games already. Right. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you remember, Shell? Oh, I, I just remember for a while, Wander had actually been looking at QA jobs. Yeah, because I even had you go out to. to have some kind uh, of you spent some time with Keith over in California. Yeah. yeah. And we recorded yeah, a full playthrough of Demon. We recorded a full playthrough of Demon Souls while Andrew, while uh, Wander was staying at my house for his uh, for his QA job in San Francisco. I think. It, yeah. it was just Ish. a trial. Yeah, like yeah some kind I, I had of applied interview. for a trial job at. Well, it wasn't a trial job. I had applied for a QA job. At a, I don't even remember it's the like company. Pop. Now. Yeah, something pop. Um, that was a long time made, ago. That was, back, that was back when Grimrock no, Two was honey new. Pop. Uh, <laughs> honey pop. I hope not, Honey Pop. Did you, you never? Did you QA no, test said, Honey Pop? I said Penny, Penny Pop. Oh, you were yeah, like, it, uh, it was... this game's good, but it's <laughs> it's not bonerific enough. Okay, <laughs> I think I think the NDA has dropped at this point. Um, but Is it out uh, yet? Uh, well, the game's been out forever. It was like one of those free-to-play MMOs. Oh, oh. don't don't so talk about miserable. it. It was a Skinner box. It was awful. Um, but <laughs> that they, sounds awful. Those are your they favorite, though. Of, they brought a bunch of people out uh, to like do QA testing interviews with them, where you effectively would work for them for a day, and you know they oh, pay you. Oh, those bastards! Yeah. yeah, they probably just paid everyone <laughs> they to. Just, they just QA for you them. No, they didn't pay them. That's no, what paid, I'm assuming. Right? They paid me. Uh, okay, that's good. Um, they basically yeah, pretended it's, it's, they were hiring people, but mostly just got temporary work. Yeah, under so false effectively, uh, effectively, they got a bunch of people to QA test their uh, their newest branch, and um, and so we did. And then they're like, "We'll get back to you if if we have a job for you." And then hired nobody. Yay! Well, we don't, we don't know that. But yeah, we don't know that. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna. But file we can it under say it. we do allegedly. Well, I'm gonna file it under. They didn't. <laughs> That's put out called any... libel, Keith. Allegedly. <laughs> That's the part that makes it libel. 
<laughs> a live legend. Didn't put out any, uh, <laughs> any information <laughs> saying like we've hired new people, so like welcome so and so to the team because. I've seen a lot of like game dev studios yeah, do, that do that whenever they bring QA up. people. Yeah, no, they, no one cares about why QA they tell people. The people who haven't gotten hired. Oh, hey, look, we hired these people. <laughs> they wouldn't do that. Well, no, it would not. They would like email Wander and be like, "Guess who we just hired?" If they if they were to put out a statement, it'd be like a. Like welcoming website. like Doyle to the team. Here's our new expert <laughs> of like Doyle. <laughs> Welcome <Yeah>. Doyle the Doily. <laughs> he's he's gonna paint all of our shrubs for three years. Yeah, but unfortunately a lot of those poor QA guys are probably getting close to minimum wage. Right? Oh yeah. Uh I mean oh, that place not close, they get that minimum place, wage. <laughs> that place paid I think ten dollars an hour for San Francisco. Oh, that's San Francisco. Yeah. Wow, is... that sucks. Yeah. Wow. How do people live on that? They don't. They I don't. think there's homeless people in San Francisco that make more money than that. <laughs> there are, in fact. You you do make more money panhandling. Actually, yeah. it was interesting. I think they were going after some people in New York City because it turned out that they actually had part-time jobs that paid enough and then they were making more money on the street. <laughs> the San like, Francisco City you, you minimum need to pay wage taxes for that. Huh? is currently thirteen dollars an hour. Uh -huh. So you're getting they're getting paid under minimum wage now. Yeah. Whoa! Can you even oh, do wow. that? Well, I mean, or is that new? Oh uh, no, this is this is as of this year. Oh, oh. okay. Well, yeah. I know that Seattle was upping theirs to twelve, right? Yeah, right. Like I was actually banking on working overtime to be uh -huh. able to pay bills if I did get hired, and then I didn't, and then I. Well, then it was just like, all right, whatever. I mean, if, if there's any place right. to raise the minimum wage, it's San Francisco, because that's a place where you can't live without a certain amount of money. It's just expensive. But, <laughs> do you know what I think part of it is? I mean, aside from the demand, it's really just housing. There's no way for people to say, oh, you yeah. know, this is the cap for housing mm. of this it's, variety. It's just, it's just a super area. condensed area with expensive houses that's filled with a ton of and people, people coming in for the tech property, jobs. The people yep. that own the properties in San Francisco don't want new properties to come up because it devalues the property that they have which ends up being a humongous issue this is how you end up with those people that in San Francisco that live in like what are basically just boxes with doors so they can sleep and then mm -hmm. they just leave the rest of the day and they basically don't have a place to live they yeah. just have a yeah, place for them to sleep I'm... in that was yeah. my friend that I visited apart from you he uh he had a one bedroom apartment that was maybe was like, it $4,000 a month it was $3,000 a month okay and it was, 3000 it was a, I'm going to say a 10 foot by 10 foot room. Really? With like a little kitchenette. Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah, it was tiny. I, I live in a 10 by on foot a by 10 foot room, but it's part of a house. Yeah, and <laughs> you don't, and your rent is like literally like an eighth of what he paid. Yeah, I re I rent a room at a at a friend's house. Well, the good thing is you're with friends, so yeah. The bad thing is you're always with them. <laughs> <laughs> that that that's true. Anyway, let's talk <laughs> yeah. about video games. Video games. Yeah. Okay. So I, so I have no idea what's so going on at Mario. all in Mario. It, and yeah. let's just loop like, way the hell back to that topic. Like, I'm I'm starting to find out that like all the red tiles branch to separate have multiple exits in their levels to lead to other secret worlds that I didn't know existed. So mm -hmm. like. What's funny is I looked up mm -hmm. how long to beat, and I had said like five hours for the game, but I re I didn't realize at the time that, like, of course, everyone's played this game so much that the how long to beat is going to be super misleading for this particular game, as opposed mm -hmm. to me going in blind. So I just spent two and a half hours playing, and I only beat, and, <gasps> and I, 
uh like i played before for about an hour and, and beat the first two worlds i just went two and a half worlds beat uh two and a half hours beating like side stuff on the way to world four like vanilla kingdom and stuff like that and it's like oh you this went game, to that top part this game keeps that going it's really confusing it's jarring because like there's so many crazy moments of like you get a cape, but then you're trying to figure out how the cape works, and getting hit when you have the cape actually makes you small, so it doesn't count as an extra layer of health like some other suits have in the in the series. Oh uh, yeah, it does. Then, Are you playing the Japanese version? I'm playing the Wii U version. I don't know which oh. version that is. Okay, in the Japanese version of Super Mario World, if you got hit while you were wearing a cape, it would make you small. Oh, in the American apparently version, that's the it would version make you on go Wii U. Mario. If so you guys the Wii U me... there, going back to Japanese rules, that's interesting. There's a weird thing yeah, where, like, when you get the cape, you have to hold down the run button, then press the jump button, then hold a third button to keep flying, and then press backwards to do liftoff each time to swoop around. It's like, the controls are bizarre <laughs> compared to, like, I, my, I had brief experience with, like, the Tanuki suit where you just hit jump a lot. <laughs> like oh, gosh. The, so, like, Tanuki. the difference between the two and controls is insane. Mm. They, they didn't put anything on that, no, did they? No, they did not give... Mario a no, giant nut sack. Mario well, doesn't have a it's just a nut about, sack. It's functionally what about a the Japanese suit? version? I think did the Japanese version have <laughs> something no that they had Japanese, to Japanese like testicle version. <laughs> <laughs> I swear be there would have been. Or maybe awful. It, at there has least never been a Super Mario art. Brothers D's nuts edition. It's never <laughs> happened. <laughs> and I'd be alarmed. Yeah. If you guys are watching the video later, I was just sort of freaking out because on the OC remix, there was a remix from Mist. So I was just like, yes. Well, but not the original Mist. Curb your Mist addiction. Uru, I think. No, no one can hear OC remix. The other people on the yeah. podcast can't even hear the OC remix. I'm not listening about. to the OC remix right now. So. <laughs> the only people that can listen to it are the people, uh, you, me, and the stream. You're just stuck okay. with it because Wander can literally never stop listening to music because he's got a problem. So, I know. I, he does have a problem. I actually, like, yeah, I, I get really uncomfortable if I, I mean, don't have music to listen to. I love music, but the music that you listen to bothers me sometimes. Mm. Wow. <laughs> That's a way to put it, just listens to nothing huh? but gangster rap. Yeah. I mean, it's just who he is. Wander's a... <laughs> Straight <laughs> tripping banger. No, no, no. It was it, the worst. Was definitely that slow jazz with the cymbals going off the. Ch, 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 and I was just like, I'm just picturing Wander jamming out to like jazz fusion while like oh. smoking a hookah and just being like. I'm just imagining that Wander's lifting. I just imagine no. he's listening to Maximum the Hormone. Maximum the Hormone. Just nonstop choo choo lovely. <laughs> choo choo. Uh, I'm not familiar with any Does of Does no those. one know what that is? No idea. Oh. Well, we got sharing time for later. And then afterwards, okay. I'll tell you what it means. So that you feel guilty, I guess. Japanese is you know, fucked up. We actually have a music-related question that Wander okay. hates. Alright. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. One of our anonymous questions was, what song oh, no. are, you, are you most em embarrassed by the amount of lyrics you know? Sing it. <laughs> the song that I'm most embarrassed by lyrics that I know. <laughs> so that means it would have to be a bad song, right? Pro yeah, presumably. I guess. The exception for me is the only song I know the lyrics for. I'm not embarrassed by because it it's a good song. So what song is I'm that? not going to sing it either. Row, row, uh, row your boat. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're talking percentage, yes, but no, uh, Prior to moving out, I was listening to a like a crap of the Megas, and so mm -hmm. they have like 
one uh one specific song that's kind of like film noir which is really weird like mm-hmm. it's a it's a rock opera and the entire premise of the song is like uh shoot what's it? gemini uh gemini man for mega man 2 uh-huh. is being hunted by mega man it's actually the chorus is really cool for that one and he's like freaking out and being super paranoid and stuff and um and he's also like created a copy of himself because that's his power and it culminates in him in uh in him shooting his copy because he thinks his copy was the rat that sold him out to Mega Man and stuff like that. And it's like super catchy, so I remember all the lyrics for it comparatively. Yeah, the chorus is awesome. Look to the sky. Um I have trouble reconciling the idea of there being Mega Man and plot in the same thing. Even though I think they all have some kind of plot. So the weird part about the Mega Man games is there's, like, a lot of plot that they don't tell you about until they re-release it later. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Uh, so Mega Man, Mega Man story powered mode. up for the PSP added a crap ton of, like, little story bits and, like, characterization. So, for example, I don't remember which character it is, but one of the other bosses from, um, from from Mega Man 2 is, like, practically in love with Mega Man and is, like, constantly trying to pretend to be Mega Man as, a, like, kind of one of those people that has, like, the personality disorder where they see somebody cooler than them and, like, imitate them in every way. I'm gonna go yeah. look this up, actually. But, uh, so, like, in, in Powered Spark Up, Man they have, like, all this plot stuff, like, including uh, Mega Man is made out of Proto Man's parts and huh. just, like, a bunch of other, like, Really weird things that makes me want, like, Capcom to, like, go back, revisit all of the Mega Man games, add, like, a shit ton more plot, and that they probably ruined the whole thing. But still. Uh. The problem is, Capcom kind of is just shitting on everything. They kind of gave all up entirely IPs on yeah, them. Yeah, they've given up on Mega Man for the most part, which is weird, because, like, ex- except for, uh... Except for seven... Most of them kind of did okay. Eight was kind of a meh. Nine was good again. I think it was Mega Man X9. I don't remember. We were uh, talking about X or normal. Because uh, a- I'm talking about X. There oh. was there was normal as well, which because um, there was there was also normal nine and ten and stuff like those were yeah those happened eventually. But weirdly, well, Keith, they went since back. Since you to- brought up the music question, I think you need to put up or shut up. <laughs> so, what's your uh, what's your answer? Uh, brought it up. I'm trying to think of the worst one. Is the problem? I can I can't think of any things that I'm embarrassed by. I can. <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, I, I can't uh, really think of things that I'm embarrassed by so much as they would probably be embarrassing. Where I took yeah. them. Like, I think it'd be hilarious if I started like rapping like. Gangsta's Paradise, or like, what was it, California Love by Tupac? I don't really remember that <laughs> song particularly well, but it'd be really funny, I think. But I don't know the words to either of those particularly well. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. It, it's In interesting the city! You... City of L.A. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Immediately city of Red, Red, Redlands? I mean, I probably know multiple entire albums worth of lyrics to Nickelback songs. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Because well, they're just there. Like, answer. I think they're just there forever. Like I can't get rid of them now. <laughs> they're just, uh, they've like, just taken up space now. I'm like that with Edna. Then, then there's Backstreet Boys. You guys are unfortunately. familiar with Edna, right? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. pretty sure it being like, ooh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's what I associate my head with Enya. <laughs> yeah, Celtic. Celtic's like, yeah. Um, yeah, so Enya, I mean, I I probably have all of these We Sing songs stuck in my head from when I was really little. Mm. Uh, did you guys ever watch We Sing? No, no idea. Videos? No. They were, they were, they were adorable. I mean, there was the Sillyville one. There was the mysterious magical musical mansion with the doorknob that talked and sang, and the knights that sang, and the little mouse, I... and the <laughs> music boxes, and the uh, oh right, right the the coat hanger, and the <laughs> not, not that kind of coat hanger. Did you but, make but... this show up by yourself? <laughs> no, just like with things in your like room and bedroom. No, no, and and there were the stairs. They they like to play music as well for people. The musical chairs in the dining room, and the the chandelier, and ah, uh, but mm. I really I, I absolutely loved music boxes because um, there were these I think there were these four and they were tactics, but one of them was named Largo. One of them was Fortissimo. One was Pianissimo, and darn. I mean, because I know it's supposed to be slow, fast, soft, and loud. And their whole thing was do up, did it do wah, do up, did it do. We're the talk of the fellow singers with a song for she you. What? <laughs> It was so much fun. No, I, and it was I think I know show. the fourth one. Is it Allegro? Is that the fast one? Probably. Probably. Okay. Why did you sound so defeated? She, like, she was talking about it when we were playing Masquerada. She was talking because because there. Oh, we were. It was talking about the colors, and Weezing and Sillyville was all about how the colors were quarreling the, amongst themselves. I don't talk about all of the things I ever saw in Arthur. Fight colors, because, fight. Like, they have a lot of good nursery rhymes that they've turned into songs, and um, like the down by the bay where the uh, what was it? I always thought it was watermelons, but water lilies. But they have frogs singing it, and they're they're hilarious. And there's the tree that sings, and I'm crying right now. This is terrible. Why is this my Mickey? childhood? <laughs> You cry very Shell, randomly, is what I'm noticing. Shell, <laughs> Shell is literally fueled by no nostalgia, and if she can't, like, Whoa. you know, like, <laughs> generate a sufficient amount of nostalgia for the day, she turns into a uh, catatonic wreck and just, like, sits in bed being like, it's too cold. It's too cold. And she's just rocking back and forth and come back. And then she has to drain the nostalgia bladder before it freezes over. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I, I'm nostalgic about it's nostalgic about things, and usually half the things I'm nostalgic about, at least when it comes to films and 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 albums and such, are they're old. They're really old. None of like very few of our generation actually knows what they are, and then people of younger generations obviously have no idea what they are because they're probably all in VHS and haven't been formatted to DVD or CDs or digital now. Ah. <sighs> 
All right, so do we want to do the question? <laughs> oh. Oh, onto the question? Should I, should like, I, what am I embarrassed? I should probably drink uh, water first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know yeah, a lot of Tom Jones it, songs. But Tom Jones is cool. Uh, yeah. This will be fun. You guys are familiar <laughs> with him, right? Uh, so I'm gonna... <laughs> so I'm gonna do a completely beautiful rendition of a Backstreet Boys song. Oh, oh Backstreet Boys. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, I... <laughs> I'm just preparing myself mentally for this. No, no, it's not. All right, all right. No, it's I not embarrassing. That would, see, that wouldn't be embarrassing enough, Bird, because people know that song. What's fucked up is when you know the other songs. That's when it gets weird and embarrassing. Is when you know the uh, like when you're the the asshole that knows deep cuts of bands that you hopefully don't know about. Valid, valid that's, that's so much worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me tell you the story about the car that changed my destiny. Me and my boys went out just to end up in misery. Was about to go home when there she was standing in front of me. And I said, hi, I got a little place. I completely fucked everything up. <laughs> Wait, no. what, what place? Just, I completely, the timing was wrong. Just to end up in misery Was about to go home When there she was standing I don't know how to do that line at all, actually. I'm completely lost it. Fuck it. Fine, keep going. <laughs> and I said, hi, I got a little place nearby. Gotta go. Listen, baby, I'm sorry. Just want to tell you, don't worry. I will be late. Don't stay up and wait for me. I said again, you're dropping out. You, my battery is low. Just so you know, we're going to a place nearby. Gotta go. That's that's Batteries the call by Backstreet low. Boys. The it's call. A, it's oh. a phone. It's a phone call phone thing call. about an affair or something. And I used to sing that in elementary school around third grade or something, and too much apparently because it never went away. <laughs> Which is the same reason why I have way too much Nickelback up there. Because basically, uh... so as a kid, you'd watch Disney movies and stuff, and you'd kind of find oh, out yeah. what music is slowly, and then you eventually have the first band you latch onto as being the music thing that is yours and not. And not your parents or whatever. So, like, the first thing I ever discovered, quote-unquote, was Backstreet Boys. Which I, of course, discovered because it's heavily marketed constantly towards young people. And it's, like, the only thing you could possibly find at some point were Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. In my elementary school, it almost felt like that was the only music that existed somehow. And then when, was a, was... and then when I was an adult, I was like, oh, I'm going to move on to Nickelback. And, like, fucking fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in my elementary school, it was, I think it was a lot of Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Yeah, the probably NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys. But the funny thing was, I mean, I absolutely loved my parents' music. My mom oh, yeah. had, like, Celine Dion, Faith Hill, the Dixie Chicks, Shania Twain. My dad had... Know a lot of oldies. So I mean, Elvis. I, I share a birthday with Elvis, by the way. I got <laughs> so Shakespeare. I don't know if you guys can hear me right now, so I'm sorry. I'm going to be interrupting you, but I may have broken my headphone cable because I was attempting to do boy band moves while Keith was talking. <laughs> so I can't hear what you're saying anymore, and I need to fix this. You know, as far as shit that goes wrong during a podcast, that is one of the top ones that I'm okay. with. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad we immortalized that on film. 
And I hope <laughs> to God Bird actually sends his uh, footage to you, Keith, so we can have a... Uh, yeah, the, he doesn't the lose it for once. On. Yeah. yeah it, so the, I would very much like to see a clip of <laughs> that. Yeah, parents' music doesn't always... It, it can work out. Like, my, uh, my mom got me into Collective Soul and my dad got me into Cake. And I definitely cake? listen to a lot of Cake still. Yeah. Which What's is fantastic. Cake? The uh, best You know band. that song that Borderlands starts with? Oh! That's not Cake. Yeah. That's not what? Cake? No. no that's, cage, cake. that's Cage the Elephant. Ah, shit. Never mind. <laughs> that's their only song, basically, I think that ever did well, actually. Huh. Uh, okay. Cake's that's big exposure to... Too, another thing would probably be that Cake does the theme song to Chuck, but they only use the instrumental version of it. It's short skirt, long jacket. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I was introduced really? to... Really? I actually always thought that was the same band. No. Well, huh. You thought that was Cage the Elephant? I guess so. Yeah, yeah no, that's, was... uh, that's... that's They do the Ain't No Rest for the Wicked song and stuff like that, but... Uh, uh, ah, I can hear you all now. Cake does, Yay. like, The Distance and Sheep Go to Heaven and Short Skirt Long Jacket and stuff like that. I... Sheep Go to Heaven. They have a really good cover of uh, I Will Survive and War Pigs. War Pigs. I am still consistently surprised that they're not the same band. <laughs> I think they're from different they sound, eras completely. <laughs> they sound similar, though. Cage the Elephant just started ten years ago. Wow, they're really new. They're really yeah. new. Weird. Cake's been around I for like 20 plus years, I think. I suppose the first singer I really latched onto on my own that wasn't influenced by my parents was probably Enya. Though so that was probably influenced by my gym teacher in third grade because every time we had to start off our gymnastic stretches we always started off at the very top of uh paint the sky with stars which was orinoco flow so everyone was stretching to orinoco flow so the first <laughs> piece of music my family ever owned that wasn't like raffi or whatever oh right was, <laughs> uh no it wasn't abba oh really uh, when i was in like Third grade, my cousin sent me uh, Flogging Molly. <laughs> uh, really? Yeah. Whoa, yeah, right. Flogging that's Molly. Early. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, for years, there had kind of been this, like, uh, precedent. I, I He's a shitty cousin. Like, <laughs> not not good relative, comparatively. He, he was I the kind of cousin where I'd, like, I'd, I'd go to visit, and he'd lock me in a room. Or, like, I'd be playing with Legos, and he'd, like, kick it as hard as he could and spread... Oh, you yeah. Know, Wasn't your grandma still finding Legos? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like two or three visits ago. I was at my grandma's place and I found one of the Lego pieces uh, for like my old spaceship Lego set that my cousin had demolished down there. It was awful. Yeah. I, but, had, a so, I had a period of time where my favorite band was Dropkick Murphy's, so I got a lot of flogging Molly in during that time. Yep. Right. Yep. But ah, so damn it. It, no. was, it was kind of constant. I think he's like, what, five, six years older than me? He would send me stuff. And then my mother would be like, this isn't really okay, and send it back. And so he'd, <laughs> he'd be getting me things for himself. And... Oh, oh your cousin's a dick. Yeah. Uh, he's mellowed out a lot now. Uh, and or, like... Cousin was a dick. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never <laughs> interacted with out him too much. Your cousin may you. still be a dick. We <laughs> yeah, don't know. I, think, yeah, actually. I think the first CD I got um, as a gift cousin your was Your cousin is of indeterminate dick status. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, uh, what ended up happening was he sent me Flogging Molly, and I really liked it. And, like, at one point, he was, like, asking me uh, if I, like, saw the CD around or anything like that. And I was just like, yeah, I listen to it all the time. He's like, 
<laughs> oh, so he, he was a he dick left. because he he gave you flogging Molly to not have flogging Molly. <laughs> yeah, because he he wanted it for himself. So you know, because uh, uh, he was expecting we'd send the CD back. Because flogging Molly is not the kind of thing you give to ten year olds. And yet, no, oh, yet, no, yeah, it was it was a uh, flogging Molly CD and a real big fish CD. I didn't like real oh. big fish that much. But <laughs> yeah, what are those? So real big fish <laughs> is really funny to me because they're mm -hmm. a band where all of their uh, hit songs are about them being really angry about their songs not doing well. Yeah, pretty really? much. Because like the yeah. biggest hit ever, like I a, believe, is what, sell a third out. Wave ska band or something yeah. like that. And like all they do is just talk about like not how being successful. Where they are, yeah, <laughs> basically. Their most famous song ever is "Sell Out," which is a song about selling out to record companies and how the radio plays what they want to hear and all this information control stuff. But then they also have a song <laughs> called "The Kids Don't Like It" and stuff like that. Like they have like uh -huh. multiple songs about being angsty about their lack of success and stuff. It's like it's really <laughs> it gets really embarrassing at some point. It's like just fucking make music, guys. It's all right. <laughs> Uh, the best thing like to how... do is be bitter about your career after you've been at it for 30 years. <laughs> I'm not successful, and it's the children's fault. It's the children's <laughs> fault. That's the next one. That's the name of my first album. I'm going to release an album that's just called, like, Blame the Children First. <laughs> okay, you should do that, Bird, but it should be, like, like a experimental, like, ambient album. So just, like, oh, people are, like... All proceeds go to like St. Jude's Children's Cancer Research or something. Yeah, it's like, like the most confusing message. Yeah, it's like absolutely like has nothing to do with being bitter or angry about anything. It just kind of like vaguely happens. Yeah. Uh, but then okay. there's like a bonus track that's just, just like pure rage. And most people don't know is there, but there's this one where I'm just like, here's a list of all the things I don't like. Children, 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 children. So here, here's actual lyrics by Real Big Fish. Got some words I don't know, gonna sing them. Here I go on, try not to be lame. Want to make you feel the same. I just want to be someone. Don't you know we tried to be something new? It was. It may sound real good, but I don't think we're getting through because the kids don't like it. No, no. And then the lyric is them saying that like eight times. The <laughs> chorus is them saying the kids good don't Lord. like it. No, no, over and over again. That's most of the lyrics of the song. <laughs> That's like. It's like something you put on a Facebook status. No, a MySpace blog post. <laughs> Had a hit. Famous. No. Easy come. Easy anymore? go. Should be happy. What I got should be happy, but I'm not. I just want to be someone. <laughs> it's literally a song complaining wow. about <laughs> real, real subtle text there. The lyrics of the song Kinda are literally complaining it. about the success of their other song that was complaining about not getting success. <laughs> Listening like to it now, this is just totally like the the litany of the early Let's Player. <laughs> oh. Oh, it'd be like um, the, the something awful be like if, wine bot. Yeah. yeah, it'd be like if uh, Radiohead put out a song that was just called "Creep Sucks" or something. <laughs> I'd actually probably listen to it if Radiohead did that because it'd probably be really funny. <laughs> just being angry okay. about their old song. Yeah. <laughs> Have so, you ever seen the first album? <laughs> I released my second album. I titled it "The First Album Sucked." <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I think we went through all of us except Bird. 
Did Wanda uh, give an answer? He. I mean, no, he I, don't, starts up, I don't have an answer. He deflected immediately to Mega Man. Don't <laughs> I, didn't I don't have an answer. Oh, I, I just he said, can't like, remember lyrics Yeah, I can't remember anything, so this is the only song I remember a vague <laughs> amount of lyrics for. Uh -huh. And I'm not embarrassed about it, because it's good. So, Mega yeah. Man. Oh, wait, I, just, uh, I, just, I actually just thought of an example of what you said a second ago. Isn't the slogan of Primus, Primus sucks? Yeah, probably. <laughs> sounds like Primus. I think I, um, I think they say Primus sucks, and they tell their fans to say Primus sucks, and that's just like what everyone says now. I'm trying to think. For me, I don't really... Uh, all the songs that I would have been embarrassed by knowing the lyrics to, I've actually forgotten the lyrics to over the years. You can forget things that are songs? Yeah, I forget lyrics. I thought they'd just stay there forever and kill and slowly drain away. Do you know how many away. songs I've had to learn? <laughs> 90% of them are in foreign languages that pushes out all the shitty ones. Oh, that's oh, true. No. Yeah. Actually, there was a song I had sung earlier that Wander actually got caught in his head, and he actually asked me to stop no, singing it. No, it's not that it was the song that got caught in my head. It's It was caught in your head. You were singing the same verse over and over and over I only know I one like verse or two verses. On the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was Waltzing Matilda. You yeah. guys are familiar so with it, right? So she wouldn't stop saying Waltzing Matilda rhythmically over and over and no, over again. the lyrics of the song actually go, Waltzing Matilda, Waltzing Matilda, I, you'll go a Waltzing Matilda I, with me. But that's not the only lyrics. That's just the only lyrics. And his you ghost would can say. be heard as you pass by that billabong. You'll come a waltzing Matilda with me. But for you, you would just go waltzing Matilda, waltzing Matilda, <laughs> and then you'd you'd pause and do well, something about, else or talk to me. It's about and then go back to saying waltzing steals, Matilda over and over and about, over. You know again. the lyrics about, to a lot of waltzes and and ballads, don't you? <sighs> what? I. The question. You see, you seem to know a lot the lyrics to a lot of like waltzes and ballads and stuff. Oh, okay. So a lot of the old old things actually were from school. Uh, so waltzing Matilda. Uh, have you seen the Ghost of John? Uh, they were, were things were that you we on were learning or something. For... Yeah, I've always been oh, on yeah. choir. That that's why. Um, okay, I've always been on choir, but with that we were learning a lot of like folk songs from U.S. history. So one of them was actually about the Erie Canal, because I mean, where I'm from, the Erie Canal is a huge. Yep, that's uh, another thing that you sing like one verse from, and no, no, I know the whole song of it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I only know one one I've verse from it. I've got a mule. Her name is South. Fifty miles on the Erie Canal. Yes, yeah, so just... she's a good old worker and a good old pal. Fifty miles on the Erie Canal. We've hauled some barges in our day, filled with lumber, coal, and hay, and we know every inch of the way from Albany to Buffalo. I'm just amused that Wander's constantly there just to express his disapproval. <laughs> and then everyone goes, "Low bridge, everybody down, low bridge." Yeah, because I've never heard that part before. You never got past that. <laughs> It's because it's not the good part of the song. This is the problem. Your face when the record finally doesn't skip. I know. On the Erie Canal. Yeah. It's like finding out that the song keeps going after the the beginning part of Power Rangers. The song had lyrics. Pokemon theme song has like three verses. Yeah, you hear like the five minute versions of like anime theme songs and stuff. Oh yeah, I know anime theme songs. Hey, that would be songs I'm embarrassed by. How Ready, I know steady, all don't of... hold me back. 
<laughs> ultimate muscle? These bad boys from outer space. Ultimate muscle. They body slam the human race. Ultimate muscle. The strength and... Oh, darn it. I forgot the verse. It's okay. It's, uh, <laughs> it's okay, Phil. We don't need you to remember and it. speed and flatulence. Uh, and what, they have a second, like a separate verse, which is, and then I'm a planet. Most relationships have normal problems. <laughs> I've got this. Face and I'll do champion. Kid, kid, kid muscle has Yeah, why don't you just scream at each other and throw furniture like a normal he couple? He also has enough. He, this guy could save this is why the I have universe noise if he only had some guts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was terrible. I also know Metabots and... And yeah, most of the Power Rangers. Metabots, I can respect a little bit more because it was a decent like show. Like the one, the fourth season of Digimon had actually a really cool one. It was like okay. Moving on, we were talking about video games, right? Wait, no, Please. does Bird ever have a song? But yeah, yeah, Bird song. Sorry. Like I said, the ones I can think of that I'd be embarrassed by are, I've forgotten all the words. However, I'll take a song request if somebody wants me to sing or You could rap sing that something. entirely autobiographical, definitely true I'm to actual opera singer I'm song. <laughs> oh. I don't actually know how the how the melody goes particularly. I've listened to that song like once and I was like, this song is actually really boring. It's a song by Cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why it came to mind, is because we just talked yeah. about Cake. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard uh, that song so much. I mean, I, I like Cake too, but like <laughs> that song I always thought was really boring. <laughs> I just know oh, all the words man. in Albuquerque, but I don't think I know those anymore. Very weird oh, Al. boy, Weird Al. Yeah, I, I used to have that album. Oh, I, shit. I, I used to listen to Weird Weird a Weird Al album on repeat while playing Diablo two uh -huh. at my parents' house, and I, my I my dad came into Al the anymore. room when I was thirteen years old and said, "You're never going to get laid." While I was listening to Weird Al, he was right. And I'm like, that's a severe reaction to Weird Al. <laughs> uh -huh. So, I have a chat recommendation. People want to hear Gangsta's Paradise. Okay. Yeah, you said you knew it. Go sing it. I haven't. I don't know if I remember it. All right. Let me let me pull you know up the this, lyrics just to double check. I, I, I think I've only heard the Amish version of it. No. I just want yeah. to make mention of this. We've known Bird for like years now. I think this might actually be the first time Bird might sing something seriously. Yeah. Because, we, yeah, we've never heard yep. him sing anything, really, despite him being the singer, <laughs> like, by by trade, basically. All right. Does that, that might not technically be true anymore? 1993, uh, or whenever the song came out, like, 1995, Birdcatcher, second grade, <laughs> got a sippy cup, just heard Amish Paradise, looks up the original song, <laughs> playing it at the elementary school playground. Here we go. Mixtape. Uh, it's like da 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 Something like that, right? And then it, <laughs> as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's nothing left. Cause I've been brassing and laughing so long that even my mama thinks that my mind is gone. But I ain't never crossed a man that didn't deserve it. Me be acting like a fool, you know that's unheard of. You better watch how you be talking and where you walking or you and your homies might be lined in chalk. I really hate to trip, but I gotta lope. As the croak, I see myself in the pistol smoke. 
fool. I'm the kind of G the little homies want to be like on my knees in the night, saying prayers in the streetlight. They've been spending most our lives living in a gangster's paradise. They've been spending most their lives living in a gangster's paradise. Uh, let's scroll down. <laughs> They got the situation, they got me facing. I can't live a normal life. I was raised by the strip, so I gotta be down with the hood team. Too much television watching got me tracing, G- chasing dreams. I'm an educated fool with money on my mind. Got a tent in my hand and a gleam in my eye. I'm a loped out gangster, set tripping banger. And my homies is down, so don't arouse my anger. Fool, death ain't nothing but a heartbeat away. I'm living life, do or die, what can I say? I'm 23, never will I live to see 24. The way things is going, I don't know. There we are. That's enough, <laughs> I think. <laughs> oh, there's, okay. like another, there's like another three minutes to the song. I think oh, we're yeah, that's a that. long one, isn't it? Yeah. About halfway uh, through that song, I got genuinely disappointed by the realization that it's impossible to sing along with somebody over latency-based voiceover IP shit. Oh yeah, you can't you can't provide any <laughs> background work. tracks or anything like that. Yeah, if you sync up with the other with if you ever sync up with the other person, then the other person gets ahead of you, and like like yep. you can never be you can never both feel in sync at the same time. Right. Because <laughs> I kind of want to now. <laughs> 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 uh, wanted to just sing like, Pokemon. <laughs> I don't know what the lyrics are for Pokemon. Did you really watch? Yeah, I watched Whoa. like a couple no episodes of that, and I was like, "This is stupid." And then I went back. How old were you? Ten. Really? Yeah, I fu- I love Pokemon the game, but the actual like show as a kid, I already realized was dumb. Whoa. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're the one still playing Pokemon. Each Pokemon to I grew up weird. Power yeah. that's inside Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Also, I don't need to. Huh. I got somebody else to do it for I'm me. So I outsource. Wait, I... That's the last... So it's actually... <laughs> the secret the verses one. that no one knows. <laughs> okay. I yeah. think they were in the movie, which is why she'd remember it, because they had Mewtwo in it. Oh. Okay. Shell has a serious lady boner for Mewtwo. Him. Wait, what? I mean, I do have a whole Mewtwo collection at home, but my whole senior quote I've seen was, drawings of it, Mewtwo with boners. What? Ew. That, that's, that's the, the problem. Internet. We tried looking up any Pokemon or Digimon, especially the humanoid ones, like Renamon, for instance, and you see the worst, the worst stuff. Now that happens ever. to Overwatch characters. And you actually see a lot of Mewtwo and Renamon crossovers because for some reason people thought they were meant for each other, even though they're from completely different series. <laughs> people have been shivin' for a long time. Uh... <laughs> Wanda really likes Digimon. He really likes, uh, oh, what was it? Sort of. What, what, what's the Terrier Mon used to always say? Momentai. I say it because so if I ever you freak stop out, freaking out. Well, it because, works. Well, that's what he used to say when someone was spazzing. Moment in time. Digimon was the first uh, time I ever cried watching an anime. Uh, really? Which one are we? Uh, which moment? What? Actually, I think it's also the last time. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it you mean very. The, the end of One Punch Man didn't uh, didn't move you. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I watched Digimon really young, and there's the part where they they basically set up a character as like a father figure type character, oh, and then kill him. Yep, I got it now. <laughs> 
I know where you come from. Like Leomon yeah. just straight up gets murdered. <laughs> oh no! If you watch it now, yeah, you, was... you're like, this is really badly voiced and it all sounds stupid. <laughs> but at the time. How are you? The voices yeah. are unbearable Leomon, when I go back to kids like I used to shows I used to watch as a kid. Uh... I yeah, uh... that's what he sounded like. I uh I should see if the uh, uh, English dub of the try is any good. I tried watching the uh, the Japanese one, but I think Agumon was voiced by a woman or something, and it was just really bizarre, and I couldn't get into it. I mean, uh, yeah, the latest Pokemon movie that they have Mewtwo in, uh, they actually have a female voice act. They have a, they have a, they just out outright female, like not even trying to sound deep or mysterious or anything. It's just it's Mewtwo's a woman. I go, what is this? And then there's speculation that there are actually two of them. Now, now chat's just talking Mewtwo about too. about crying in anime. <laughs> Edward. Edward, it hurts. Thank you're welcome for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, that that I, I anime was the song in Princess Okay, that one was so pretty. Oh. Meeting like a ball. I don't remember the lyrics. But it was beautiful. All right. Okay. So video we talked games. about new topic. Tell yes. us about Recore. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fuck Recore. Yeah. Tell us about Recore. End of Recore. Tell us about there a game bird. <laughs> okay. So. Hellboy. Oh uh, <laughs> here, let me. My piece for Recore is really easy. So it does a lot of things right. You know, the combat's not bad. The robots are cool. The puzzles are fun. The platforming's interesting, and it kind of like brings like collectathon logic to a third person shooter in a really good way. The problem is the game itself is so committed to the idea of being a collectathon that you spend maybe I'd say collect uh, like four hours playing like the mm. main plot. And then it's like, by the way, you've you've completed the plot so far, but cannot continue until you do all of the side content. Mm -hmm. Um so oh. it's just a number. They're the United no, it's it's worse than Arkham Knight because with Arkham Knight, all of the it side was at least a side quest, yeah, yeah. Well, all Arkham the side Knight's content basically just does the JRPG nonsense, where it's like you beat the game, but if you want that one really tiny pointless scene, you can play it twice as long first. Yeah, which is whatever like, JRPG does the, now. Most of this stuff. God damn it, my screen's freaking out again. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, but so um, so with with Arkham Knight, uh. Like, all of the side content was like, go to the Riddler challenges, which were, you know, very specifically designed and interesting, and there was kind of a story there, and like, kind of a reason to do it. For this one, it's like, time trial dungeons, but there's, like, 20 or 30 of them, uh, mm -hmm. kind of depending, and each one has, uh, depending on, like, how well you did, a prismatic core, or, like, three, and so you're judged based on time, collecting... Uh, a yellow key and hitting eight switches. It's the same for every dungeon, but the way you do it is slightly different. Um, and so you have to go and collect these MacGuffins just to unlock the door so you can progress with the plot. And then you progress for maybe like 30 minutes, maybe maybe an hour, and then it hits you with this number again being like, you don't have enough MacGuffins! Go get more <laughs> MacGuffins so you can continue. And it's so arbitrary too. Because, like, there's no reason these dungeons even exist. It's like the Banjo-Kazooie, like, Jiggy system minus the fun. Yeah, because, oh, like, with yeah. the Jiggies, yeah, they Jiggies. were easy to get. Game as long Jiggy as you kind of kept an eye out for... And sometimes you'd have to back 
backtrack for it, but like whatever. And didn't they make sound thing. effects when you were near and stuff like that? Yeah. Whereas yeah. this one's like, you have to go fight this dungeon with guys that will two shot you, uh, just randomly. Yep. Uh, just so you can Bye. get another one of these Did things. Did he just so turn off his whole everything again? Oh, he's back. Okay. Okay. Um, I was really worried that you clicked, you like pressed your surge bar power again, and like oh, completely no. lost yeah. us. <laughs> oh, people in chat were talking about fan of the opera. Oh, I love that one too. But we're Shell. off songs. Shell. We're off songs. We're going on to recore. <laughs> okay. I just I like talking about video games sometimes. Um, so, that's why that's why Karma Flow was awesome because I got to sing. I'm kind of baffled <laughs> by the fact that people had faith in in a uh, recore. Recore, recore. Because oh, yeah, on one because two problems here. It's three developers, which is always worrying. But also, oh, all of those developers individually have made basically no good games. <laughs> uh, well, they had the Metroid oh. Prime guy on there, which was wait, 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 wait. Uh, you mean Retro Studios? Helped, so no. So for it? reference here, one of the developers is the company behind the crew. The game we've already forgotten oh. Ubisoft made. One of the What's developers the was the developer behind Mighty Number no. Nine, and the other developer oh. was the person was the people behind uh, Batman: Arkham Origins Blackgate, <laughs> the worst oh, one. Oh, okay, yeah, the uh, handheld but, but, one. Yeah. So it's a tr it's mm. it, we got a bound by flame situation where it's multiple developers that all make bad games combining to also make a bad game. Presumably, I yeah. haven't played it. And the thing is, it wouldn't have been it, like, bad if they just paced it better. Yeah, like, the <laughs> thing is, they have all these, like, kind of interesting dungeons that I gladly do just for funsies, like, as a side thing. But that uh, the fact that I'm required to do them has turned, you know, kind of a, a fun, like, whatever, collectathon wander game to, I'm still here doing this kind of situation. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, like, we spent... We spent, I'm going to say, 20 minutes looking for a key to get into a dungeon that took maybe two minutes to clear. Uh, oh, Because no. all it was was fight waves of robots. Oh, and man. Sometimes with the waves of robots, you get to the very end and then they one-shot you. Uh, because the game doesn't have good scaling. So, mm -hmm. like, you spend all this time upgrading your robots, but you can't upgrade your character ever. So you get to the very end of the game and, like, most enemies can just kill you all outright. Mm. Uh, very easily, and then it resets you back to the beginning. There's no checkpoints. So, it it's kind of gone from this, like, okay, this kind of, like, cool post-apocalyptic situation where, like, they're trying to terraform a planet, but shit goes wrong, and robots have taken over and are killing people, mm. and yada yada yada. And then that kind of gets forgotten in favor of you have to go collect everything just to have it, just to finish the game. Well, th that wasn't even so much... I mean, it was a substantial part of the problem. I mean, it essentially put a break on any progression until we could collect those. But also, when we finally did, we hadn't leveled enough. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You're telling me. So you, have, you were level 25 after doing basically all the side quests required. No, so there to are. To get to that point, there are 80 prismatic cores in the game. You only need mm -hmm. 45 to complete the game. So we got 45, and, you know, it took a while. It took and a it was long stupid. While. And then we get yeah. to the we get to the door. You uh, there's five doors that you open up, and each are progressive. So you go door one, door two, door three, you know whatever. Uh -huh. um, so door one, we open up, we go through. It's kind of a pain in the ass, but whatever. Door two, same thing. We hit door three, and it's like you have enough cores. You're not a high enough level. Come back later. 
Yay. And what, what content was left in the game at this point, by the Arbitrary way? Arbitrary content blocks, because reasons. Three dungeons. Only, only two are accessible because the last one is the 100% dungeon that you can uh -huh. only get into if you have every MacGuffin. Every core. Uh -huh. Yeah. So, uh, at, at this point, we're just like, I'm literally going to so have to just grind. you have to hundo well, also... the entire game and then also grind on top of doing everything. Kind of. You don't wow. have to hundo it, but you have to... You either have to grind levels now, or we have to hundo it, just so we can actually beat the plot. And that's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. It's like if we got that's the, really dumb. It, it's like if we got to the end of Shadow Warrior and it's like, by the way, you didn't do all the side quests. Go back and do them. So, Wander, we were basically the having game. the same experience in parallel, because around the time you were playing Recore, I was playing Alone in the Dark, and yes. Uh, Alone in the Dark is an eight-chapter game where when you get mm -hmm. to the end of chapter seven, you're suddenly in an open world, which is weird because the whole game up to then has been a linear, like, survival horror, uh -huh. go through these levels, get to the end Just get through game. the hallways, the spooky hallways. Are they hallways? You or what's yeah. the... It's basically a bunch of, of hallways and rooms where there's only one way to go at all times. And mm -hmm. then some, sometimes there's driving segments where there's also only one way to go. But right at the end, the game dumps you in an open world and then says, mm -hmm. get, get these 100 collectible points to continue the story. And that, that's just a thing that happens. And so, like, mm. uh, Andrew did it off camera for us. Actually, on camera, but away, I didn't have to deal with it. But he did it for, mm -hmm. he played the game for like three hours doing collectibles just so we could play the next mission because of this completely arbitrary content block where they must have just been like, well, our game's not long enough. We have this big open area over the mid for one of the driving levels. Let's make them roam it for some reason. Like, they're getting GTA yeah. suitcases, but it's mandatory to beat the game. You literally. Like, mm -hmm. here's the extra contradiction that's really weird. That entire time up to that point, you can skip to any chapter you want to. The moment you get to the end of the campaign of that part, you can't you play can't any of anymore. the final chapters until you get the collectibles. Even though you could, at the, up until then, skip uh -huh. any chapter you felt like. It's baffling. It's that's completely really, baffling. really weird. <laughs> Maybe they just assume that people would only play the collector edition or whatever just for their, like, favorite... Just to relive their favorite sections or something. I don't, I don't know. know. Mm. What I will say is I think they use that skippable chapter thing as a crutch for not having to make playable levels, because on a regular basis, some of them are so baffling or so unfinished that you would be better off skipping the chapter than trying to play it. Well, the important thing to keep, re remember, Keith, is that as long as we're friends, you're never truly alone in the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, on that topic, the game's never dark and you're never alone. <laughs> Whoa. You, you have a female companion character that's basically always there and mm -hmm. the game is never dark like there's two dark rooms say, ever at some point they just I, give you infinite flashlight too <laughs> whenever I play a game that's like a combination of action and like first person horror like say Half-Life or whatever whenever the game changes up so that I am truly alone I actually do feel like a big bout of tension like right away like, if you've had, mm -hmm. like, an AI companion the whole time, and then, like, there's a rock collapse or whatever, and it's like, oh, no, they're on the other side of the door. You have to go through, like, the whole haunted town all by yourself now. I'm always like, no. Oh, give me uh, my friend back. Do you have that problem in, uh... Do you have that problem in Owlboy the couple of times you get separated, or have you not run into that yet? You oh, get you No, I don't that... get scared. There's no you horror get, element You get separated five minutes into Owlboy. Okay, yeah. I don't know. I was just yeah. like, I'm separated from... Getty. Yeah, but you don't Let's get make jokes about Getty being eaten by gnomes. Uh, I oh, made jokes about the section. fact that he was named after Getty Lee, so I sang all of his dialogue. 
I tried to do a Getty Lee impersonation, realized instantaneously I couldn't, so I just started making him sound like a really <laughs> shitty Michael Jackson. It all worked out well. Uh, until I until I realized that he has a lot more dialogue than I expected he would. Yeah. He has only oh, has man. most of the dialogue. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh I so shoot, Elphons. I gave Elphons uh-huh. like a really deep like kinda this voice. Who was Alphonse which, again? Was he the, the tutor? He was the he's pirate. he's one of the two he's one of the two sky pirates. Oh, okay. I only I've only seen one cutscene with the sky pirates okay. so far. So spoiler, he has a lot of dialogue. Okay. Uh you see him. Everyone a has lot dialogue. The Nobody shuts them, the So give him the, the most painful and guttural voice possible. Dialogue, though. Yeah. So Bird he has the second most dialogue in the game, as far as I can tell. So oh, uh boy. Uh, I gave him a generic pirate accent, so that'll okay. be fun. Okay, you're good. Yeah, I get. Yeah. I gave him a like a really dark voice, like the. Uh, I playing Alboy. I thought I thought I had a. I thought I was doing well coming up with creative voices for everybody, but they just kept more and more people. <laughs> just never ended, and no. I was just like, just like dragging the bottom of the barrel. Like, what weird combination of intonation and. <laughs> like accents gonna put together this time yeah and i've been I very voicing... quickly start forgetting people like crazy yeah i've done say? that i've done that yeah. yeah i've been voicing all the female characters when there are female there's like characters one. There's mandolin and then uh buck buccanary yeah, i know buccanary i i mean she's fun but i hate voice mm. acting her because i go hello there i'm buccanary and oh, welcome to dude. my shop <laughs> oh god she sounds like a drunk blanche <laughs> <laughs> I, okay i have to comment I love Buccaneer Shop mainly because the Bogwins are amazing. Because the they're just prinnies. Are those little little prinny things? They're, yeah, they're those are prinnies. Like they're just prinnies. I, I, I give. I should have given them the prinny voice, like they're really high pitched. Like, sup, dude? Yeah, I kind of <laughs> went with that, but I would like I. I he, he has. You're squawking. Yeah, I had like more squawk, uh, and it's it's perfect. I gave and it I like really a, enjoyed. Hey, I'm gonna give you the trinket. Like that was I the know. voice I gave to the Bogwins. Uh, that's Never. a decent one too. Yeah, I went, spoiler, I went dopey I really with them for long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ninja Granny was Keith, awesome. Keith, have you gotten to the point with uh, I've, the crutch girl? I've completed and, the first major story arc, I which is I just got to the Owl Temple. So keep uh, okay. it keep it spoiler free. Okay, I'm gonna keep it vaguely spoiler spoiler free. Did By you first, run into Ninja Granny yeah, yet? Well, what, what I mean is, I'm back at the ha- I'm back home. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I really wanted. Okay, yeah, Bird. We're keeping it vague just because these are going to be like meaningless things. Bruce but, Willis uh, is a ghost the entire time. Yes. No, there's <laughs> <laughs> there's a wonderful old woman bird that will warm your heart. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Uh be I am... prepared for wonderful old woman bird. Uh, I just put my headphones back on, so I missed all everything that you said, which it's is good. okay. Yep. It's okay. I heard old woman and I'm like, well, all right. That works. <laughs> but, um, Good conversation. It's an, it's an interesting game because, uh, you know, a lot of games that use pixelated art never go as like in depth as they did with Owlboy. Oh, I know. You know like they, the oh, rustling yeah. of the more... leaves and the grass. Owlboy yeah. seriously goes into metal slug territory of super high quality pixel art. Yeah. It uh, well, it goes, I think it goes, um, into the same quality as Metal Slug, but with the additional step that they also put like filters on top of things, so it looks even even because like greater. It's, because it's new, <laughs> yeah. But like, it's still like I, I'm very happy to see games um, 
taking on the challenge of doing stuff that's not just 8-bit inspired, but also like 16-bit inspired. Because that's a tremendous leap up in uh, terms of graphical difficulty. But like, but the potential for a really pretty look is clearly there. And they did a wow, oh, yeah. they did a great it's job a with that, boy. Mm-hmm. I think I'm starting to like it more than Shovel Knight, even. Like, I'm really getting into it. Oh, I'm, I, I'm liking it more than Shovel Knight. I liked Shovel Knight because it was kind of fun and interesting and retro. Yeah. But it was it was rough enough that, like... Hellboy's just deeper. In yeah. content and design. Well, yeah. Uh, I, kind of. Uh, so, uh, Shovel Knight gets really interesting in the Plague of Shadows campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've uh, heard that that gets really interesting, yet. especially when you pull on the... Co-op stuff. Yeah, Plagnet's a really interesting character, both story-wise and he has gameplay. Crazy number of moves. Yeah, he's, all re- he's really complicated because you normally can't even like attack people in any direct way the way you're used to in that kind of game. Mm-hmm. It's like playing mm-hmm. Castlevania when you can only use the items, but you can switch between the items at will. Like it's that kind of feeling. Like you don't have a whip or a sword. It's weird. So they've kind of redesigned the entire campaign and levels around that. And so, like, it's mm-hmm. it's the same settings and same assets. But I, I, if I remember correctly, I think it was different, like, level layouts for the entire campaign. And that, that helped make it interesting. Yeah. Uh, I think my, my other problem with uh, Shovel Knight is it felt like the difficulty curve was really random and kind of spiky. And I have that problem with I felt like, like a the lot game of... was overall pretty easy, but yeah, it did get spiky. The boss like, fights uh, are all over the place in a very Mega yep. Man way of like, yeah. what difficulty is it going to be this time? Who knows? Yeah, like the yeah. Like the the Grim Reaper Knight or whatever was like Spectre, Spectre Knight's insanely tough, outstandingly difficult. It's and then a everybody Spectre else Knight is Propeller like... Knight. Yeah. Uh, oh right, I, Propeller Knight. See, I had the problem with the, yeah, the okay. mini bosses. There was that like burly dude and the ninja person. Those two were kind of mm-hmm. out of left field because I was like I went into those rusty because usually you got a level to like kind of bring you up with it and instead I was doing like town management you know gear and upping my HP and suddenly I have this like ninja person trying to kill me and I'm like this character is a lot faster and a lot smaller than I'm used to uh, <laughs> and I'm not okay with it. It's like being attacked by another um, player. Yeah. Whereas like yeah, Shovel Knight PvP. Felt, it, it felt yeah. suddenly like uh, I was playing Dark Souls PvP because it was just this like sudden change in pace that I wasn't used to. Uh, whereas Owlboy, whenever a boss shows up, it feels like it It feels like it belongs. It's never felt like it. Mm-hmm. anything's come out of left field, which I've been super happy about. Um, Except like, for a few times where it literally comes out of left field. Well. I'll keep a side eye glanced on the, on the left side of my screen, I guess. <laughs> So uh, I played an interesting project recently uh, called Zenith. Have you, uh, you, you guys have to talk about Project Avatar or whatever that other thing is? What? Uh, what's the thing you were posting about the Warframe uh, Discord? Oh, the admin. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear about what? that. Uh, so the, the admin, admin is a game I played recently uh, uh, on Steam with with Andrew, and it's uh, we got a press copy, which was surprising. Uh, I'm supr- I'm. It's, I find it strange they're giving out keys for that game, because that seems to think they think that it'll help them, which is odd. <laughs> but uh, it really <laughs> oh, that's, that's it feels like I'm yeah, playing really. one of those really terrible Xbox Live indie games that we used to play every single day on Sad Games well, that's that are why you just a key for it. like embarrassing student project type stuff. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it's 
So visually, it's vaguely reminiscent of Warframe, but the moment you start playing, you, you realize all the menus look like crap. Even if their start menu looks, kind of, even if their start screen looks like it might be good imagery, and then the moment you start walking your character around, he he looks like he's doing the like a tiptoe like Naruto run, where like he's leaning over almost forty five degrees and doing this insane oh, yeah, angle, yeah. like he's running super speed, like almost like a Warframe oh, character, basically. Run. Yeah, gotcha. like he's he's super speed running, but he's not moving fast. <laughs> so he looks hilarious, like he's running through jelly or something, like he's going through uh-huh. thick air. <laughs> but uh, oh. the game has four attacks that are all cooldown based. So once again, we're thinking, oh, look, interesting how we're playing Warframe here. And your options for attacking are to do a melee sword move or to shoot people with guns in this third person game. So interesting how much this game looks like it's supposed to dip into Warframe there, but uh, the enemies are super uninspired. They don't have death animations. They just ragdoll and then disappear when they take hits. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you die, the game just says you died on a screen and doesn't even have a death animation for you or any sounds. It just cuts out of gameplay. Uh, The very first mission has you roaming around these caves to take out these, what are essentially creep spawners like in in, uh, Gauntlet. You have to take out Mm -hmm. like 15 of them and that's all there is to it. Like, you just go attack them, and they could disappear. And they also don't have any sort of destruction animation. They just instantly fade out. The whole thing feels like some kind of asset flip, but I've not bothered to confirm whether or not it is or not. And what's really especially baffling is just ignoring the bad mission design and the terrible combat and everything about it feeling unpolished and garbage. One of the most baffling things about the entire game was that the entire... Uh, the levels are just massive featureless caves and open areas on some admin, alien planet it's way? called the admin okay the mm-hmm. uh the open areas of it are just massive like it the game is the the level is so pointlessly massive for how little it wants you to do that you actually spend like 2 minutes straight walking across to the next battle basically your stupid tiptoe animation rapidly spamming the <laughs> dash button to try to make it go faster and, like, you're just wandering around empty space, roaming around blindly looking for objectives that aren't interesting to go after, but they're the only thing to do in the game. And it's just so much downtime of walking down a level where, to the point where it actually found... It starts to feel like a Tomb Raider, like, boob glitch, where they accidentally made the boobs the wrong size <laughs> by having a numerical problem. It feels what? like the entire game was actually scaled wrong on accident the last second, and I'm playing... A, like, I'm like, like when mm. we were playing it, I, I compared it to, like, what if we... like. Like Toy Story or Army Men, like we're tiny toys in a giant place meant for other sized people. Because uh, the place is so huge compared to your character, it actually feels like an uh, like a mistake. Like it's mm-hmm. insane how much time uh, you just spend walking to the next fight. Yeah, I'm reading about the admin right now. Uh, there was a dramatically failed Indiegogo campaign for it, where they raised eight dollars. <laughs> Ooh. Ow. Yes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Out of a target of 15,000. So, uh, yeah. on that level of budget, and I'm looking at it, it's a third-person game. You can, pro- you can be rest assured that this game probably isn't an asset flip, but the assets were probably produced very cheaply and probably are acquired um, mostly from, like, third-party content stores. And, of course, people who saw the video when I linked it, of uh, their development video or whatever, and their even their video trailer, because something that looks like a random walking around development video is their trailer I'm on at the Steam. Trailer and it looks pretty bad. What's baffling is that all of the every single sound effect in the entire game is 100% maxed out audio, like it just blares and blasts you with terribly balanced audio. But also, there's no, there's no, uh, 
atmospheric sounds or music or anything. So the blaring nightmare sounds go from zero to 100 every time they happen, which makes them all the more jarring and painful to listen to. <laughs> There's basically no redeemable part about the game because it both has bad goals and that it's trying to accomplish missions that are already boring by design but also does them poorly and the gameplay like every facet of it's done poorly while simultaneously trying to do something that isn't admirable or creative or interesting in the first place which is basically the go-to like what we would see all the time playing xbox live indie games which were always throngs of super uninspired games doing their uninspired idea really terribly to the point where it becomes funny (laughs) and that's kind of what admin does but it's not uh yeah i'm watching the trailer right now uh the trailer itself makes it look terrible, very clunky. One of the one of the first discussions you see when you go to the Steam forums is uh, the the most popular thread is is titled "Maybe you'll get more sales without that video." <laughs> <gasps> Somebody's saying maybe people would buy your game if your trailer didn't make it look so bad. Which of course, well, if you look, the main character in the trailer does not have a projective shadow at all. <laughs> He I mean, no, poorly, has no shadows, doesn't reflect properly. There's no properly. dynamic lighting, maybe. No. Uh, the enemies have shadows. I'm looking at the enemies. They have shadows. The main character doesn't have a shadow. <laughs> Why wow. doesn't the main character have a shadow? Listen, we all have questions, Bird. And the we're gonna UI, die with though. And we're going to die I'm with I'm looking them. at the UI, and, <laughs> like, it looks so unprofessionally put together. It's just text on a screen, more or less. Yeah. I also couldn't figure out a heal or anything, so when you take damage, you just that's it, I guess. I couldn't in the whole first mission I never found a single medical kit and your shield restores so restores so comically slowly that it's like it almost isn't it, it's like it's like when you, it's like when you get like one health per second health regen in a game and you're like, technically uh-huh. this will eventually heal me, but it's basically I can ignore it exists. That's what admin healing felt like. It, there's nothing good mm-hmm. about it. There's nothing good about it at all. <laughs> The pickups, which I do believe were actually made for this game, appear to be uh, cylinders with a massive amount of bloom light over them. I guess that about sums that up. What what I want to talk about was actually uh, an exception to this idea, which is a game called Zenith, which is a game that almost has no redeeming value. It's Uh bizarre. So I did a full series on it on my channel, and and I was doing it voice acting, which saying all the lines out loud I think helped the experience of what it was going for because it was a largely cutscene based RPG and uh With no voice acting what's no no voice acting it's all text uh, you, like press A to continue and no. uh have you ever voice acted a game that the English wasn't actually executed properly that sounds um, pretty funny also I've played yeah, a game where the English was messed up mm-hmm. uh anima G- uh, gate of memories was a game that uh, was... Uh, we talked about that in, during the Most Hated Games episode. Uh, it was made by a oh. Spanish mm-hmm. developer. And uh, mm-hmm. so it just messed up its English constantly. But it was all the written English that was messed up. And the voice actors would fix it <laughs> when no. they were speaking oh, okay. their lines. So they oh, would that, have... That's kind of cool. So the dialogue... So the voice acting would f- would make sense, but the subtitles would still be wrong. <laughs> and, and, all, and all the codex entries were also broken English. <laughs> Which was I've always wanted to do that. I'm going to tangent this. I, I have <laughs> had an idea for a visual novel where what I wanted it to uh, what I wanted it to end with is like if there was any voice acting over it, the voice acting and the spoken word would start to decay and like split off from each other towards the end, and then like the pixel the pictorial aspect as well would also like change 
to like not match what anybody was saying or reading and the whole thing would just become like this fucked up trip anyway i'm never gonna make that but i thought it'd be interesting to make something like that especially if i did it well and like made it like deep and meaningful it'd be interesting if you could make it in such a way that like the the subtitles and stuff breaking off actually like um is significant yeah, I always like those stories yeah. that are like, I have ideas and they're going to die in my thought dumpster. There's a finite amount of time and a very, very <laughs> finite amount of bird. An infinite number Jeez. of ideas. Yeah, and I got to pick my ideas that I only stick with the good ones. <laughs> so That with, idea is a cute one, but I wouldn't, I don't think it's something I would want to really sink, sink any resources into. So what what surprised me about Zenith was that it might be the first game I've seen that is almost specifically better experienced as a let's play than as a game that you play on your own. That's like a it's almost one. like it's almost better to watch than to play, and, but not in a YouTube bait kind of way where that's like like a whole subgenre that's better to watch than to play, but like in a, a real game sort of way, because uh, the presentation like the video all the it's a. I don't think it had acid flipping or anything. I, I did have uh, open source music and sound effects, but the I think all the visual stuff was made in-house by just a tiny developer. And mm-hmm. they were... I think it's their first game ever, and they're just super amateur at it and trying to figure things out, and they clearly had difficulties, and the game suffers for it. But what's really surprising is that the uh, the narrative is not only really well done... Like, it's it's well done in, in ways that I almost don't expect from video games, which is that not uh-huh. only is it touching and funny and has good, well-written characters and everything, it even it even has, like, a, like a bunch of Chekhov's guns and a bunch of, like, things where you set up concepts and actually follow through with them throughout the game and pay them off later, and, like, it has a... It actually has, like, a solidly structured story, which is almost the antithesis of game design because video games almost always have to compromise their story for whatever assets and levels make it into the final game and stuff like that mm-hmm. so like which is why i say it's like almost better as a let's play is because of the fact that like you experiencing the story is like the only thing worthwhile about the game which hurts uh-huh. to say especially since i found out after i found out once i uploaded the finale that the developers were watching the entire time as i said terrible things about their game <laughs> and they were Aww. doing and they were watching well. in silence because they wanted to hear the actual reactions <laughs> well, as developers, you did them a service. You gave them an yeah. honest and true feedback of their yeah. game. But it also it, makes you, you know, a mini butt feel, face. Yeah, feel like a bad person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah the, the narrative is actually remarkable for how well it's pulled off. But mm-hmm. the gameplay is never fun. <laughs> so, do you think it's someone had a really concrete story idea and they're going like, oh, maybe I could do something akin to uh an interactive uh novel with it but i'm we're gonna have to add more game elements i think it's probably a game where they they just came up with the story first and then stuck a game on top of it without realizing they couldn't do that i think that it more comes down to they genuinely thought they were going to make a whole game and thought and they just want they had the drive to do it but the one thing that they could best do with a small team size was the writing because what i think one person more or less took care of the writing like there was one story director or something and i think i think he even said because he the, the writer actually is one that commented on my video and he uh, mentioned that uh i think at one point he said that their team was even as small as two people at sometimes yeah. so like it's just that they couldn't pull off making a genuine 
like like mm-hmm. making a fully featured game and make it all function well. But of course, writing is just. I mean, one person writes most books. <laughs> oh right, supposedly. Right. And I mean, a book in a, in and of itself is yeah. a form of entertainment, and you don't need any aid other than the words themselves. So, and, and the story was so damn fun, <laughs> especially for me as somebody who plays RPGs constantly. Like. It's a it parodies uh, RPGs basically, and <laughs> yeah, you said there was like a, a Titus, wasn't there? The, yeah, there are moments where it flat out takes a specific uh, character uh, uh. or something to make fun of, but other moments oh, where it okay. talks about general concepts of RPGs and applies logic to them just to show the insanity the of them. Silent protagonists and Ooh. stuff like that. Yeah, and it also yeah. just also meanwhile has its own genuine characters and story arc, mm. so that it's not just a parody for the Sounds sake like of being it's a parody. Actually, really well written. Yeah, I would actually recommend it to all of you if you can put up with a shitty but very easy game. Because <laughs> huh. the best the best thing about how bad the game is is at least they did the path of it being an easy, easy bad game. Because hard bad games are agony, but easy bad games you just kind of sigh <laughs> and, get the, ba- and get the bad part over with. The game should be as good as it is welcome. Like one, of my, like one of my favorite really early not-too-spoilery jokes is just the idea that like they make fun of how you get into temples in video games. Because mm. every RPG has, you get into the temple and you solve some shitty puzzle, but it's a puzzle made for kids and stuff like that. And so <laughs> you solve the puzzle and you get inside and it's a it's a puzzle that's like, death follows, justice follows, whatever. And you're just supposed to click on literally like the symbol for justice and the symbol for death all in, in, all in order and stuff like that. And mm. when you get in, there's just a giant pile of bones. And the, and the, the main character remarks that like, that's what happens when you protect your uh, your temple with puzzles. Everyone gets in. And so every adventure just kept coming in and getting killed by the demon inside over and over again because the puzzles were were so crap. Meanwhile, the one place that he protected that was under his guard uh, had a big riddle on the front door, but the the password was just watermelon. It was just it was an actual password, <laughs> like had nothing funny. to do with the riddle. I'm like that's like that's oh, the type it had of writing nothing to do with it. Yeah, like that's yeah. the type of writing the game has. Like it's so fucking fun to go through. That's really it's good great. writing. How? But the game's bad. <laughs> like well, every, like, I think that... like the combat is never it never works. It feels like an unfinished Unity night like nightmare. Like like doesn't even feel like you're hitting people half the time when you're just kind of blazing through it. It has uh-huh. graphical glitches all the time during gameplay, and it has a skill tree that's just passive percentages most of the time, which is when you really know that someone didn't have no where to no didn't know where to, where to go with something like that. Like it's it's oh, man. it's a real it's a real mess. <laughs> Okay, uh, that oh. reminds me. Uh, we were mentioning hard bad games. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, this is short. Uh, game came out like a year ago called Rogue Continuum, which is kind of like a nuclear thrown top down shooter. But it, like, it wasn't great. It was interesting, <laughs> and I played it enough. And it wasn't balanced great, so that one of the characters had a shield generator that you could just like keep pumping points into to the point where it becomes invulnerable. And so I was just like, I'm just going to go on a romp. And then I got one shot by a dude with a sniper rifle that just killed my shields and self in one go. Like, okay, whatever. I've been playing for an hour. So they finally added online multiplayer, and so I actually could have suggested to you guys. Except for uh, the Everyone problem is... Everyone sniper rifle? Uh, no. Uh, they rebalanced it a lot so that uh, you get one shot right from the get-go by anything. Oh, Any okay. enemy. So, uh, there are these bombers that fly by and carpet bomb you. And they're kind of hard to dodge. And so I was playing with purple and stainless for, like, five minutes. And I was like, <laughs> well, guess never mind. Um. Anyway, I, I want to actually mention good, good games. So, 
Uh, when we were playing WoW, I had mentioned a game called uh, I'd mentioned a game called World of Final Fantasy to Keith. See if he was interested in playing it because I was, you know, like, on the wall. That's and not Keith where had... I thought you were going with that sentence at all. Okay. Yeah. Keith had said no, and I was Let's just mentioned like, good ah. games. I, I I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm actually going to give it a go. I'm going to see if it's any good. And the answer is, it is actually really good. The writing is kind of super cringeworthy. Though it gets a little bit better. Once they get past, like, <laughs> introducing the two characters as being dopes, or, like, could be the worse, characters could be as worse. And, uh, well, it, it puts, it, it put, uh, uh, yeah, Xenoverse. We could talk about Xenoverse in a bit. But yeah, <laughs> nah, so what, I would rather switch to playing Shadow Warriors, because it's almost 10 o'clock. That's I'd a like good to, point. Yeah. Um, but, so, it, like, uh, once you get past the, like, initial cringe of the characterization, they stop talking mm -hmm. so much, and, like, kind of repeating the same gaff over and over again, like, it, it self-awarely realizes, hey, this gets really boring really fast. I so, hate, I fucking hate it when a video game is all like, isn't this writing bad? Well, they never, the yeah, the they never say that. Shittily, they do, though, they kind of do. They're doing things shittily. They, ki they kind of do, but, like, it's definitely based off of the Japanese puns, like, I can kind of <laughs> respect it-ish, but effectively, it, it hits you kind of early with, like, a lot of cringe and then pulls back hard, and I'm like, Okay, so I can I I'm not just like annoyed the entire time now, um. But it's got the best monster raising mechanic I've ever seen in a game, where like literally every monster in the game is viable to the point where like you I got uh, Ifrit, you know, one of the like high end Final Fantasy summons recently, and I'm like I don't want to use him because he's boring in comparison to this like baby chocobo that I have riding around on me that I'm building up to be this like turbo healer, <laughs> and. Uh, so I keep getting people asking me if I'm going to be playing Pokemon. I'm like, I don't think I want to anymore. Like this is kind of a monster <laughs> collection for a little while. Because imagine if every monster, every Pokemon you had, had a Final Fantasy X style sphere grid customized to that character with like different moves and stats that you could get. Yeah. And hmm. so that's like, yeah, you were telling me about this. It it's sounds really interesting, good. and it's really fun. Yeah. And I was. I was really floored because I thought it was just going to be stupid. Maybe I'd only play like a little while of it. Now I'm just like, I actually want to play more of it. Same thing with Dragon Quest Builders, which I thought was going to be a complete wash, and I've it's probably going to be like a hundred episodes or more till I'm done. So I, I just beat Chapter Two on episode. Oh, you've been playing that for like three weeks. So uh, since the beginning of October. But, well, he also uh, played yeah. it before it was actually out, so he was yeah. stuck in the prologue oh. forever, <laughs> which, le yeah. which led got... to people watching them all in order and being like, why don't you buy the game? Stop playing the trial! When, of course, the yeah. game wasn't out yet, because so, he calls it all yeah. one series. <laughs> the game came Yay, out October... YouTube. The game came <laughs> out October 10th, but they gave access to the demo October <laughs> uh, September 27th or so. Oh, and so it's one of those where I was just like, I have an hour-long demo here, and I mm. beat that out to about two. Two hours, and then uh, you know I just I milked that as far as I could go, and then I'm like, well, that's that game's not going to be out <laughs> for a week and a half. Now what? And so I just proceeded to like just mess around with the game mechanics and like learn as much as I could over 14 mm. episodes, and I'd never done that before. And actually, it was really fun. <laughs> so and you know, I considering want... <clears throat> another tangent here, considering how much we like call out audiences for like doing stupid shit, like, while playing, like, Jackbox and and stuff like that. No, oh, right. I'm surprised we've never gotten a comment. About what? Ever, from anybody saying, like, like, you guys are mean to your audience. 
But like, we comments. have said like <laughs> on stream and stuff like that, like terrible, terrible things about our audiences. <laughs> I've absolutely think... gotten that comment before. Oh, you I, have? Yeah. Let's say. Well, is this just you guys complaining about people pushing yeah. one thing or another? Or... Yeah. I mean, we complain about Scrap Chat Ask... a lot. Well, to what be fair, I think like... a lot of people understand. I get more comments of, uh, from people angry at Bitebot. For <laughs> them out. Yeah. like I get uh -huh. comments pretty much every episode now from somebody from that stream being like, "Fuck Nightbot, that guy is a dick. You should get rid of him as a mod." And I'm just like, "The robot. He you literally get rid of that he's not a robot. person." Yeah. <laughs> so um, I will now read the series of tweets I made when I watched a 20 minute video of World of Final Fantasy, because and it's it describes my emotional state a little bit. <laughs> Watching a video of its dialogue actually made me angry. Oh, check out that okay. switchcraft! You know which switch way to go. Switch every if you thinks you're clever is getting a knuckle sand switch. I can't. I can't do this. Holy shit! Every minute is the guy making a terrible joke and the girl sighing. This game's own script hates its script. Ah, the half pints. Hail and well met. Hail and well met. That's not our names. Fuck it. I'm rage quitting this video. This is literally yeah. how bad online fanfiction yeah. dialogue sounds. It's that was pretty, my. It's pretty cringeworthy. So that I guess was, yeah, that was the conversation where we decided not to play World of Final Fantasy. <laughs> I, I'm I'm a little bit desensitized to that sort of thing because that's a common like Japanese right uh, comedy. I was gonna trope. say you read a lot of. Yeah, I, ju I just finished Tokyo Japanese Mirage media. sessions though. I can't. I, I can't do more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I would say Tokyo uh, Mirage sessions was harder harder to get through mainly because mm -hmm. I didn't. Uh... Because, like, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, it wasn't that the writing was terrible, it's just that it was impossible to care. Whereas this oh, one, it's just like, yeah. aha, dumb joke, let's go back to kicking kicking ass with monsters. So, spoilers what? for really unimportant parts of Tokyo Mirage Sessions, but, yeah, you, you get a character like Kyria, who's all, like, uh, seems like a decent, well-rounded character, and then you get their side quests, and they're all about her accepting that she can, like, cute things while also coming across as cool girl. To the point where literally the epilogue of the game talks about her future, where she incorporated looking, being cool and cute at the same time. That's the epilogue of where is wow, she now, of a fucking 40-plus hour JRPG really cool. about saving the world. That's, that's her character development. Wow. That's, that's a real character. Horrible. That's, that's really horrible. terrible. God, like, it's bad. I mean, I can understand <laughs> that... Uh, I mean, it's great having strong female characters, but I've never seen it where a strong female character is encouraged to be, quote-unquote, girly. Unless it's by people trying to peer pressure them into being, quote-unquote, pretty. Oh, it's alright to wear pink. You can have makeup and bows. Etc. It's really hard to think of examples of that, really, yeah. Yeah, I'm really... I can't come up with anything. The game also like... contradicts its own writing really hard in ways that are baffling to see. Because, like, there's a character named Yashiro who joins your party after... Like, he starts off as an opponent, and he joins your party when you defeat him. And he, Does he have and white he looked, hair? He looks vague... No, he's the other stereotype, uh, where he looks vaguely feminine and has dark <laughs> hair that covers one of his uh, eyes. So uh, okay. it's like... Like, he basically... Uh -huh. He's functionally, like, having Sasuke in the game and stuff like that, or Hiei, mm. and things like mm -hmm. that. And, uh... He joins your party because you defeated him and he learns to respect you. 
And then mm. one of his side quests is that he's doing, because all of the side quests are tied to stupid media stuff of their television shows and their pop idol stuff and everything. One of his side oh. quests is about how he's going to be on a show where he's going to be like fighting against one of those Mugen people, like like on a Power Rangers type thing, like those, uh-huh. the, the, all those Super, Super Sentai, yeah, Super Sentai yeah, type yeah. shows. Uh, he's gonna face off against the hero as the villain, but it's got to be that it's this character that's attached to the hero. So he's got to know. Uh, he he needs to figure out what it's like so he can act correctly. What it's like to respect your opponent because that's completely baffling to him. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, for, sh- I I see how that fits the the narrative of the show you're doing, but the entire premise of that character being in the party is that he learned to respect you as an opponent when you defeated him when he was your enemy, and that's how he joined the party in the first place. And the game just forgot. <laughs> and that's oh. his final storyline of his side quest. <laughs> Like, that's his grand finale of his story arc, is that they forget why he joined the party in the first place and do a story about him learning to respect an, en- an, an enemy. It's like, what the fuck is the writing in this game? And uh, an unexpected thing that, that you don't see, at the, like, the bad writing you can notice immediately, but what you don't get, catch a hold of at first and it slowly gets worse over the course of the game is that this, the game has a thing called sessions, which is that when you hit somebody's weak point, your allies that have session skills will do additional attacks in a series of attacks to join in, basically. And what's really severe is that as you level up and go through the game, you gain seven party members. And then you gain the ability for people that are not currently in the fight, because it's normally a a three-person party. All of the people that are not currently in the fight can also join in on sessions, which means that the game devolves into hit the enemy with his elemental weakness and then watch and do nothing as all seven members of your party attack them one by one in an unskippable cutscene over and over again as they do their individual animations. Yeah, you can't fast forward, you can't skip it. And as they as they get more powerful versions of their session skills, they get longer. I was gonna say they get like Oh, wow. So there are actual fights in the game when I was trying to grind, which, by the way, this is the, the worst part. This is what its effect on grinding because it means that just trying to spam fights to get it over with takes so takes long so, yeah. when you're trying to level up. And, like, when I got to the final boss, I was, like, eight levels too low. Uh, uh-huh. What happens is it leads to they, you also get duo attacks eventually, which is a thing where some music video that involved both characters becomes and it made like a cutscene where they do a music video together and it does a special attack in its own, but it's also mm-hmm. a randomized critical effect thing. So what you, what you'll sometimes have happen is you'll attack somebody, it'll randomly crit in a in a special luck based thing that you have no control over, which will cause an entire special attack for your character to animate that you have no control over. Then that'll go into a session of all seven characters attacking in a row, which will then trigger a duo attack if you press the trigger. Which why wouldn't you? I know it's, it's you don't want to prolong it, but also you you who would turn down an advantage in a fight? So of course you're going to do it anyway, even though you don't you're sick of seeing it. But that triggers what can so- be as long as a 90 second cutscene of a music video which thankfully is skippable but the downside is it hits their weakness by default which means that doing that duo attack restarts the seven attack session and you can literally spend up to two minutes not playing yep (laughs) how long did it take you to beat this game a while every time i talked about it wander's response is you're still playing that yeah like i liked it initially it seems (laughs) nice and it still seems probably better than digimon cyber sleuth but <laughs> it, well, it had the same issue that Metal Gear Solid had, where the cutscenes were just as long as the gameplay in a lot of sections. Oh, yeah. Tell me uh-huh. that it was three hours or no, yeah. ten hours worth of cutscenes. Yeah, for... it's like ten hours. 
Yeah, and so, like, so, this is kind of the same vein, but longer and way less interesting. Like, Metal Gear Solid cutscenes, you're like, alright, I can get on board with this, because this is cool and interesting. These ones are, it's like, so-and-so doing a music video and then complaining about her life sucks, and then... Oh, yeah. It randomly gets, like, broken up by, um... By the fact that you have to, like, respond with, like, generic response A or B that say about the same thing most of the time. And then mm. they go back to, like, whining about their lives or doing something inane. And then it's like, oh no, an emergency's come up, we have to go save people. It's like if Power Rangers was about really boring people as and opposed to moderately so boring people. It's so agonizingly uninspired to the point where even the Save the World's plotline isn't interesting. Because yeah. it's a six-chapter game with a prologue, where the, the prologue and the first four chapters are five separate instances of, oh, some entertainment figure's been possessed by an evil ghost monster. Go play a dungeon and beat the ghost monster just over and over again. <laughs> like, that's the plot of the first four chapters and the prologue. The fifth chapter is, they oh, they're back. They go, go through those old dungeons you already played. Oh. <laughs> it recycles the previous three dungeons in chapter four and chapter five. Are they going five. for a persona? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, okay. it's, 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 the, it's, it's the persona people, but apparently yeah, the they're C team if they have one. Yeah. Oh. Dear that Lord. Sounds like a good sell. <laughs> yeah. So, for, for length reference, uh, my save file had about 80 hours on it, but that count, but it, mm. it literally never stops counting time, no matter how, no matter what breaks you take. My playthrough uh -huh. is 67 episodes, where the average the average episode is 30 to 40 minutes long, and the finale was two and a half hours. I see. Uh, yeah, I did that because the finale basically opened with the final boss fight, but the epilogue is such long conversations of people just being like saying generic anime dialogue and doing no character development or interesting things, but just talking forever that I figured it they should be didn't. one episode. But no, damn. Like, I'm glad I met you so-and-so. <laughs> so we I worked so well as a team. When I was playing the game, I had a theory that this might be a case of really bad localization. I'm sure mm -hmm. a lot of the tropes and bullshit exist in the first version of the game, too. But the dialogue is so agonizingly boring that I think it was like speed translated by an emotionless droid. Like it, and, I, and it makes me wonder why. Translate bot. Like I wonder if translations are sometimes part of the reason why I don't like a lot of Japanese uh, like oh, anime and video games yeah. and stuff like that. Is because no matter what, I have to have a translated version. I can't mm. like it, 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 the dubs versus subs thing doesn't even come into this conversation because like subtitle stuff it's is still translated. translated. Yeah, and. The problem is that it's not enough to just get the meaning across. You can't just functionally translate the words. You have to mm. have personality behind what things are, like what people are saying. Like, yeah, there are several there are, synonyms to the same words. Yeah, like Owlboy is a text-based game, and all of the characters have personality in how they're written. And when you play Tokyo Mirage Sessions, none of the characters have any personality except Barry, Ooh. but he's the worst character in the history of video games. So that was a that was a loss <laughs> that his character's trans. Do you guys know about Barry? Do you guys know about no. Barry? No, no. Oh my god! Uh, I don't Barry... want to fill up a whole podcast of Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Though. I know, but Barry is so special in that he's the most hateable character I've ever seen in a video game. 
Even even more so than like he's Jar Jar a blonde American shitty weeboo that's training oh, idols no. in Japan who loves uh-huh. a like lolly cart anime about a little princess girl and screams at people constantly. Is entirely entitled. Will not do his job until someone goes across the street to get him the stupid little idol figure that they're selling. The little charms they're selling across the street because he can't leave, but he's just throwing a uh, tantrum the whole time. Like uh-huh. he's such a piece of shit. The entire game. At one point, he says to Eleonora, a character who is significantly younger than him and also one of the people he's supposed to be training because that's his job. Uh, He says to her, uh, like, that's... uh, Something along the lines of, I don't care what someone... uh, uh, I don't care about the words of a 3D girl with 2D breasts. Uh. That's a thing he says to, like, a 20-year-old. And he's probably, like, some sort of 40-year-old nonsense person. All he does ever is scream and cry and be a piece of shit to everyone around him. And you can't get rid of him. (laughs) He never goes away. (laughs) And he's actually miserable to be around over the course of the game. When he was introduced, I was kind of okay with him. And then he started being the Weibo, and I was just like, (laughs) uh... Wait, so was he making a comment about how he actually no longer likes his bizarre Lolita fetish anymore or that he was talking to someone saying that no they he's were... so obsessed with his fake girls and small and his creepy obsession with wanting to oh. protect little girls and stuff that one uh to dismiss the opinion of an actual woman that talked to him at one point he says i don't care I, I, it's like that. Is this something? It's 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 something dismissive. Where I don't remember the first half of the sentence, uh-huh. but the reference he says is a three D girl with a two D chest. Yeah, more or less. So you don't have completely large kids, inapp- Therefore, your opinion is meaningless to me. But also super inappropriate, uh, not only for a workplace environment with age. a coworker, but uh. also life and age. Oh, <laughs> like oh, I literally see. everything so, about it was like, what the fuck is wrong with this person? And no one so, ever calls him out really. For the entire game. Uh, yeah, so not only is around, all, not only is around for the whole game, but almost no one calls him out on his bullshit. Fake. Yep. I it, see. His, his behavior is yeah. basically accepted, which is horrifying. Like, yeah. he's like, well, ah. On that <laughs> note, <laughs> shall we play another game about a person who's horrifying who never gets called out? <laughs> No, no, no. He gets called out. Uh, he not, does get called out constantly. Not well. Yeah. But yes. Let's go do yeah. that. Alright, any closing thoughts before we switch over to Shadow Warrior? Fuck Barry. Play Zenith. Then Owlboy. Or watch Zenith and, and play Owlboy. Owlboy. <laughs> Fuck Barry. Just play Owlboy. Fuck Owlboy. Barry. Kill Barry Owlboy Zenith. <laughs> <laughs> this is going weird places. I'm not cool, cool with. They always end weird. 